is Object to This, an Ace Attorney fancast. I'm Stephanie. I'm Jesse. Red Signal Samurai. <laughs> I'm Michelle. And everything in my life is falling apart, but it's fine. I'm apologistic that I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> I'm hesitant. Oh, I'm hesitant. <laughs> uh, so what's up, everybody? <laughs> what are we doing, dude? News. We usually start I with see. news. Look, there's no news because the da- the damn game came out and we don't have it because we live in America. So what are we supposed to do? Sit here and talk for six months, I think. DGS won't come out. They did an interview where they were like, yo, why is DGS not coming out? And he was like, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm really, really sorry. I want to give it to you, but I can't. The end. That's like the same guy who said he'd give me investigations too and didn't. Yeah. He was like, I'm sorry. I didn't know you guys actually wanted this. I can't give it to you. <laughs> so, yeah, honest to God, the game came out in, in Spirit of, Spirit of Justice came out in Japan. It's a great time, apparently. Um, the sales were down from GS5, but up from DGS. So I don't know what that means, uh, for life. And then here we are. Uh, Angie has a theory on, like, why we don't, why we're not gonna get that guy oh, yeah. Like, to, to be a little more specific, they said there's complications. Yeah, and, um, she was listening to a Holmes podcast, and, uh, in the U.S., the casebook of Sherlock Holmes, which is a specific set of stories. Still under copyright. Still under copyright. So, like, maybe, like, that's relevant, and that's why, because, like, Man, are those fucks going to try to get every penny they possibly could if it is relevant? Maybe. It's it's possible. That it, I, the only way I can think that that would be the case is if the case huh, is, <laughs> is if the, the plot of DGS is specifically um, based on one of the stories from the case book. Because there was a famous case in actually done in Illinois between the estate of Sherlock Holmes, like the Conan Doyle estate and... Some like fangirl, uh, who was also a lawyer, um, about whether or not the characters themselves are covered under the copyright, mm-hmm. even though some of the stories still are. And that court said that no, the characters themselves are out of copyright. So, not to mention, like, those fucks aren't Sherlock Holmes and Watson. <laughs> what if them is a small girl? What, John? That can't possibly so, be. Yeah, so, yeah, so that may be the case. The only way I can think of that being the case is if. Um, actually the plot of it is based on actually the stories from the casebook, but I don't really know what the fuck DGS is about, so maybe. I couldn't, I couldn't I venture, I guess. Yeah. But, well, you know, we did get an English trailer. We did do that. We did, we did do, do that. that. We, we, well, they did, they did do that. They did, um, did do that. They did. They did. They did. How do we feel? Um, I don't like how it is a watching them talk trailer. Yeah, because you see the sprite, the in-game sprites talking, and then you hear the voices over it. And it's very slow and forced, which is problematic in that way. Um, but I mean, like, you know, I will forever have the problem of Phoenix is too high pitch for me, and I, Apollo is perfect but in a way i I want i still want them to switch voices and that'll never not be my problem but i mean they're fine they're normal also something given to athena yeah i don't yeah i don't know if she's playing it more cutesy or what but like she sounds much more like 15 year old anime girl it was just painful to listen to really yeah um 
they decided to put in back in the United States. Oh my god, yeah. Back in the United States where Apollo is and we were I'm just head, face palming because why did you paint yourself into this corner and then keep painting it? You're like, well, if we just paint it more, it'll be fine. They're just like making the lines bold around the country. Yeah. Which that might be one of the things with DGS though, is like <laughs> we've painted ourselves into this corner. How do we translate it? But, like, they could work it out, because from what I know, most of DGS takes place in London. Yeah, they could they could cheat it real easy. Yeah. Um, um, but Rafa sounds fine. Yeah, she sounds mm-hmm. fine. They're, um, they're forcing a pronunciation guide. Yeah, we've always said Karain here at Object to This uh, for the country and the city, town, village, and the channeling technique. Um, they are pronoun- they are forcing now Kurain, which is more accurate for how the Japanese pronunciation is. But they put an apostrophe in it now, so it's K-H-U-R apostrophe. U-R-A apostrophe. U-R-A apostrophe I-N. Kurain. Cool Ryan. Cool Runnings. Cool <laughs> you want to start a bomb spongy? Um, there's eight, what month is it? That's good. Yeah. So they're forcing that, and then the only uh, the little boy voice, little little tour guide boy, he's fine. He's they don't fine. they don't do sad mahi, which is sad. sad. I'm sad and mad that they don't <laughs> do sad mahi. Um, so that's unfortunate. Um, they do Maya, and I don't know how I feel. She sounds just like Maya from uh, from Layton. Yeah. Uh, like, but I mean, she's not even. She did the. She did a little fake out thing where she tries to sound really old, uh, grown up and old, and then she's like, "That would totally not be who I sound like," you know? Yeah, I thought that was fine. It, it was cute. cute. Yeah, but I mean, her it, her I, normal talking voice sounds just like PL versus AA. Oh, so you guys have already had exposure to oh, Maya yeah, having yeah. a voice that's not the one in your head. Yeah. yeah. So you're you're Unlike a little me. bit. So it's just like, oh, I don't know. I guess I thought Maya like would sound more, a little more like the anime, like a little bit more like typical girl cutesy, but like American girl voices don't do that. No, yeah. So I think it just had to, I don't know. I mean, I'm glad I'm glad she sounds similar for you guys, but it's still weird for me. No, I mean it's it's weird that she sounds exactly the same but now she's an adult. That's what I think. You, my, your uncomfortableness is the entire concept of Maya having a voice. Mine is just like, how come she still sounds like the 15-year-old Maya? Well, but that 15-year-old Maya was actually 19? Yeah, and you, you, trivialities, okay? Tri- trivialities. Because, I don't know, I don't think my voice has changed much much since I was 19. That's probably true. So like, I'm probably being too harsh for no reason. It's because she looks like a small child, and then they made her grow up. Maybe. I don't know. I thought but... she sounded age-appropriate, oh, but, okay. like, I'm still struggling with the baseline issue of her having a voice, and everyone talking really enunciated and slow to match the lip flaps while they have emotion, but their eyebrows and eyes don't move. <laughs> <laughs> They're dead, dead eyes. They're dead eyes. So, I mean, that's that's the trailer. Yeah. Uh, they did... Do I don't know if they unveiled the trailer there, but they did do this crazy thing at um, Anime Expo. They did this whole um, presentation about spirited justice and everything. Uh, Green Pepsi happened to be there, so she gave us a little bit of dish and played the demo there. So that's nice. Um, she mentioned the new system's called Insight, which is like the new magic slash uh, Apollo's thing system. Okay. It's, so it's called Insight, and it's about the puddle. Mm-hmm. The so you're. 
Rifa will have uh, insights based on the puddle images, and you ha you have to use your insight system to counter hers. Uh, GP said it's very, very, like, not intuitive. So she got stuck for, like, 15 minutes <laughs> playing the demo. So she said it's going to be really hard. Okay. So that's fun. Well, I feel like Athena's thing is also not intuitive, so it's not surprising me that they're going to keep skewing it in this unfortunate direction. Yeah, less and less intuitive. I felt like the problem with... Athena's was that it was not intuitive, and then I felt like I was a broken person who had wrong emotions because I couldn't <laughs> figure out their shitty emotion system. <laughs> so I was like, do I just not recognize happiness? <laughs> I just not know. I don't know. So. Or like oftentimes in that system, I would be like, I would be really like scared right here. Yeah. No, I guess that's not normal. Okay. Well, <laughs> yeah. mad? would I be mad about that? No, I guess not. No, I guess not. Yeah, that was, that's part of it too is I was just upset that they were doing emergency psychotherapy in the middle of court. Yeah, so. well, we all, we all have <laughs> issues, I think. Um, she, GP mentioned that Edgeworth actually did fire Ouchie Pain. Like, so, Brother Payne actually got his ass fired by Miles Edgeworth. Um, somebody had asked that question. Um, I don't remember who it was. I think it was someone who was just like, wait a second. So, like, uh, can you remind me, like, what happened to Ouchie Payne? Like, and it's, yeah, yeah, no, he got, his ass got fired. His ass out. got fired. And then he became the, uh, the chief prosecutor of, of Cool, cool Runnings. Cool, yeah, he's <laughs> the, I can, he's like king prosecutor of Cool Runnings. He's got a crown and everything, doesn't he? Um, the only other thing I think is very important is Sadmadhi that GP mentioned is there was some concept art, which, by the way, the art book comes out for Spirit of Justice in Japan, um, soon. August 25th, the art book comes out. So, have fun. <laughs> I, I'm probably not going to get it. But, um, so Sadmad, he used to be, in the concept art, one, more androgynous, and two, more monkish. Then they don't know how his magic sash stays up at Copcom. So, thanks, artist room. Once again, the <laughs> Ace Attorney artist room. Give him a floating sash. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Like, apologizes. It's fine. I'm hesitant. You're hesitant? How do you think his his stash his stash stays stuck? Fishing wire. Fishing wire? Yeah. Wire of some sort. I think it's the same way that Phoenix's hair stays spiky. A lot memory of gel? Ally? No, it's memory ally. Memory <laughs> yeah. From the from the fan manga. <laughs> the fan manga, which fan is more official than the real manga in my eyes. Yeah, Phoenix's uh, hair is so good. Just like memory wire or whatever. Um, I figured someone left some fishing wire by like the puddle and they got in trouble for fishing in the court uh, spirit, spirit channeling puddle. And so he's just like, hey, I could use this. <laughs> probably that. Probably that. What if he has like a troop of people who follow him around but on like risers and they're like billowing it? <laughs> kind of like puppeteers on a stage play so they're all dressed in black and they've got like <laughs> marionette things and they're just waving his logo. <laughs> Well, who is it that's got the headband that bellows in uh, Best Friend? Oh, DGS. Best Friend from DGS, yeah. yeah. It's yeah, just I billowing mean, with justice. They just, like, yeah, they, his is billowing with justice. His is billowing with something like justice, I think, then. Yeah, pro uh, <laughs> misguided good intentions. Self-righteousness. Yeah, there you go, yeah, self-righteousness. 
Yeah. So I think that's that's all we got. Yeah, that's everything on that. Um, the, or at least that we're going to talk about. RD002 wanted us to know that the Turnabout Musical official soundtrack is out on the website. Oh, shit, really? PWMusical.com. PWMusical.com, Turnabout Musical. It's the first game, the English fan-made version of the, the musical. Uh, that's awesome. That's news to me. Hell yes. <laughs> Gendy, um, I just want you to know, had sent us a, cor- a pronunciation correction of, oh. of Korean, and then said I was wrong and I bought Dishonor upon my lineage. <laughs> Wait, what was the correction? Uh, it's pronounced Kurain, but like, uh, wasn't sure. Kurain. That's Kurain. just one extra syllable. There's just, three E's in this. Just limited dishonor. Just like, just a, a smidge of dishonor. Like when you th- remember a memory that's from a long time ago and you're embarrassed, that's it. Like, cause you're right, it's Kurain. It's not Kurain. It's Kurain. It's Cool Runnings. It's Cool Runnings. Cool Runnings. Starring Justin Timberlake. <laughs> what? <laughs> As the coach, as uh, John Candy. Yeah, Justin Timberlake is John Candy in Cool Runnings. I hope to God that that guy's played by John Candy. <laughs> and I didn't get him mixed up with the other fat act. I, I honestly don't remember. But you know what? I think if we do start training now, we might be able to make the real. Re- yeah, we, if we start <laughs> training right now, we can be the Japanophorian bobsled <laughs> Uh, oh, thank God, it is John, John Candy. It is John Candy. Who's, who's, yes. who's the other fat guy? That's funny. <laughs> John Goodman? Not John Goodman. The one, the, the, the one who's also dead. He he was in Be- White Beverly Hills Ninja or whatever. That guy. I remember that movie. Chris Farley? Is that his name? Let's... Uh, <laughs> 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 Chris Harley. Okay. <laughs> I'm sure this will be cut out. Honestly, <laughs> but I, <laughs> I just googled Beverly Hills <laughs> fat guy because I had no idea. <laughs> it's a good movie. I believe you, but I have never seen it, so I didn't know what role he played. I didn't know he's a main character. <laughs> guy from this movie anyway yeah john candy justin timberlake that was a solid goof back before we got bogged down by this <laughs> why, did you, why did you click that picture please uh, why why wouldn't i click this picture i'm not sure for those of you at home michelle is zooming in on a really unflattering picture of chris farley i think he's laughing but i can't be sure anyway what else are we talking about Kurai. Oh, yeah, Kurai in the front. Anyway, Gandhi, no dishonor. I mean, or like very, very, very little bit of dishonor, but that's it. I'd make a video game reference to the game Dishonor, but none of us have played, and I don't know. I just keep going, Dishonor on you, Dishonor on your cow, in my head. But no Dishonor on you, nor your cow. You saved China, Gandhi. You'll always have China. Yeah. Uh, I, what was next? It was the, it was, Oh, the, 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 the Sengoku Buster costumes. Oh, yeah! Okay, so that's the DLC also. It's been out for, the game's been out for long enough. The DLC is all available. Um, not all. I mean, so Turnabout Across Time, which is the one with Larry and the, the bride who traveled through time, I guess. Whatever. 
that one is out. Weird. It's Edgeworth and Maya teaming up, I guess. I don't know. Um, so that's out. But also some DLC outfits are out, and they're from Sengoku Basara. Does, can somebody run down what Sengoku Basara is? Uh, give me a minute. It's like a... I, I can do it faster. Okay. It is a wartime anime, and all you need to know is that it's a lot of clans fighting each other. Feudal, Semi-historical. Feudal Japan Feudal wartime. Japan wartime battles. Semi kind of historical, except like not at all, and everyone is buff and fights with 12 swords. I think the names are historically accurate, and that's about it. No, yeah. because every single fucking game and anime stars Nobu Odonaga. Like, or, yeah. yeah, so I mean, like. Yeah, no, you're right. Um, and everyone makes him super hot, and he's, he was like, I didn't, not. It was no. it, yeah. So, I mean, like, that being said, Zengo Basara it has an anime, and it also had a video game. In America, the video game was called, um, Devil Kings, and it was kind of like a Dynasty Warriors style game. Anyway, that's the outfits they got for these guys? Yeah, so like feudal, like uh, actual samurai armor inspired bullshit from an anime. Um, like Phoenix is dressed as the guy who has six swords, wears an eye patch, and he says like English phrases like cool. <laughs> <laughs> that fits Phoenix though, like. Yeah. Now so, that I know that, I'm happy that Phoenix got that guy. Also, he has an eye patch. He does. Um, and it is on the opposite side of Apollo's. Yes, his right eye. Yeah, Phoenix has got a right eye eye patch now, and he's got the six swords, all six of them, and he's got some like shoulder armor panels, and then uh, he's uh, rate that collar. Yeah, uh, uh, I'm gonna rate it Professor Layton level. Yeah. Which is, I, I believe, Not a 9 right. on a 10 scale, isn't it? No, it was an 8 on a 5 scale. 8 on a 5 scale? Yeah. I'm okay. Sure. But it's it's as popped as Layton's collar is. It just doesn't, it's not designed to close. So maybe we should take points off for the lack of closure. I mean, if I was going to have points off for lack of closure in my life, race attorney, I feel like there's going to be a lot of points. <laughs> All of Apollo Justice. Yeah. Hack it up. Anyway, so we move on. Polly's got a halberd? Halberd? Like a pitchfork thingy? Yeah. Yeah. He's got like a halberd pitchfork thingy. And um, that's the other main guy from Open Sengoku. chest. Yeah. That's the other guy from Sengoku Brasara. Him and Blue Dude always fight. Like they are on opposite sides. This guy has a lord that he goes up to all the time. And he goes, my lord. And then his lord punches him in the face. And he yells his name. Oh and my then God. he runs up and punches his lord in the face while saying my lord again. So accurate. Yeah. <laughs> It's perfect. Yeah. Wow. Maybe I should watch Sengoku Basara. Um, he's also got a chain, a gold chain on. So, like, pecs out. Sun's out, pecs out. For, <laughs> sun's out, guns out. No. <laughs> yes? No guns. Close. No guns. Yes, pecs. He's got a chain, though, which makes him look like one of those 45-year-old men who wear their shirts open with gold chains on. Yeah. <laughs> oh, um, so Hold on. Time out. I th- this is a visual joke. That's historically what this guy that um, Phoenix is about. <laughs> so, guys, go pull up a picture of Date Masamune. <laughs> oh, Chris Farley. Oh, go Chris pull up Farley. a picture of Chris Farley and then draw a top knot on him. <laughs> and that's what he's supposed to look like. <laughs> it all comes back to cool running. <laughs> Chris Farley's not in cool running. That's John Candy. Beverly Hills John, Ninja. John Candy can be Oda Nobunaga in this scenario. <laughs> oh my god. So anyway, moving on to Athena, and then we're done talking about these outfits. Because uh, that's it. Um, she's 
wearing a crop top. She's here. You're asking me, really? I don't know who that character is. Hold on. This is Apollo's IRL. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, uh, it's, it's pain. It's pain. (laughs) (laughs) He looks just like original OG flavor Winston pain, but with no glasses. Yeah, like squinty because he dropped them. Yeah. I don't know who Athena's supposed to be. She's supposed to be Tokugawa Ieyasu. Like, like Tokugawa, like uh, the era? Yeah, like the, he was the second ruler of the Tokugawa era, I believe. Did he wear crop tops? Famous for crop tops? No. Oh. But Athena does. But Athena's wearing a crop top, y'all. Um, I mean, this guy, in like, his character has some midriff happening. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, not terrible. Not, I mean, accurate to Sengoku Basara, but inaccurate to history. That yeah. sounds about right. Yeah, hold on. I don't she's know She's got a red, I like the red ribbon, though. She's got a red ribbon in her hair. Oh, that's good. So I like, I like, her hair's the normal, it's just got a red ribbon, and then she's wearing, like, gold, a gold crop top with a gold, only a level two collar pop, but, like, substantial. Oh, we didn't rate Apollo's collar pop. Uh, Apollo's collar pop's, like, a four. Yeah. Yeah. Like a four. Like, um, who is that? Jack Sportsman? Yeah. yeah. Jack Sportsman level collar pop on Apollo. And then, uh, Thena's got this, but she's got... Um, it's no sleeves on her whole deal, so she's got a crop top, a no sleeve jacket with a level two collar pop, and then she's got wrist bracers, like, and fingerless gloves. And it's kind of gold, I guess, is her color. It's like, yeah, it's like, not like shiny, like metallic gold, but it's like gold hued. Yeah, Phoenix is blue, Apollo is red, and then hers is like kind of gold. Hold on, I'm trying to pull up her historic picture. My computer froze, so give me a second. I'm really digging her bow, though. Like, she's got this red bow in her hair, and it's probably exactly like her normal bow, but I like it. Uh, Yes, (laughs) Athena makes such a (laughs) good Athena, John Candy. (laughs) A slightly less... John Candy with a French mustache. Well, yeah, John Candy because he's less fat than Chris Farley. (laughs) With his little French mustache and a top knot. Yeah. Thanks, oh, Wid- Widget's there, too. Widget can come, too. He doesn't change. Yeah. Oh, the bow is because the guy's got a crotch bow, and uh, Athena's hair bow Oh, my God, he does have a crotch, crotch bow. bow. <laughs> the crotch bow's at belly button level, so don't be lewd, everyone. <laughs> as we, are, as we <laughs> proceed to talk about this crotch bow, don't be lewd. <laughs> I mean, like, it's like a crotch window, that's all. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, sorry, my, I would have said that sooner, but my computer froze, because <laughs> I have good technology. Yeah. So, I guess DLC outfits, that's kind of cool. There's also the other set of DLC outfits, which we knew about. Furio Tigre and mm-hmm. whatever the fuck. That's this Athena game? It feels like made. it was so long ago. I know, it feels like so long. But it's a uh, Furio Tigre made outfit for Athena, which is the... The for, orange. For, um, the the orange. orange. Chespian. Yeah. yeah. And, and Polly has a schoolboy uniform. Schoolboy like, uniform. generic schoolboy uniform, right? Yeah. There's also a 3DS theme. I don't know if it's available in the U.S., Probably not. Probably not. Emma's in it, though. She made the 3DS theme. That's awesome. Too bad we probably can't get it. Yeah. Other than that, I think that's it on news. That's it, yeah. Uh, sorry. Um, you want to take a break now? Yeah, now we can take a break. Okay, cool.
And we're back. I'm Stephanie. I'm Jessie, an arrow pointing the wrong way down a one-way street. I'm Michelle, and you can see from the dead eyes, the light in my dead eyes, that uh, it's America time. It's <laughs> English time. <laughs> you mean it's plausible versus anime time. Ooh! Okay, back. Here we are back for plausible versus anime. Alright, our girls shake it up. We have categories that are plausible. Okay. We have categories to anime. We're going to keep doing this as long as we can. Pull some out of the farfalle box of plausibility. <laughs> the plausibility of how plausible is pasta? Very plausible. Uh, I don't know who sent this one in, but it's uh, probably Jing. Probably. Surprise daycare chaperone. What? <laughs> okay. Alright, plausible. Surprise daycare chaperone. Let's do anime. Alright, anime is... Corporate CEO obsessed with baking cakes and decorating everything a birthday. By Vam E. Angie. Everything? Vam Angie. I'm sorry if you did not say everything a birthday. (laughs) 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 That may have been a transcription error, but okay. Yeah, corporate corporate CEO obsessed with baking cakes and declaring everything a birthday. Oh, declaring everything a birthday. Maybe I just can't read. (laughs) Yeah, that might be it. It might be my handwriting, though, so... Hmm, by Vam Angie. So, okay, so, Surprise Daycare Chaperone is definitely the plot of a manga, but anyway. <laughs> are we gonna, okay. Are we gonna do two? Do another, yeah, do, do one more plausible, we'll do one, one more. One more plausible. Anime. The plane is about to crash. That was <laughs> definitely <laughs> Jing. With an earthquake disaster crossed out above it? <laughs> that was Jing. <laughs> okay, and. Uh, anime is blue badger merch is key piece of evidence from up up. Okay, I think we can work with blue badger merch and surprise daycare chaperone. Yeah, blue badger merch, surprise daycare chaperone, uh, CEO with the cake problem, and every day everything is a birthday. And, and the plane, plane is about to crash. Okay. Hmm. What a, what a tangle web we must weave. Well, I mean, we have to be on a plane, right? It has to be set on a plane. Well, it doesn't Does have it? to be set on a plane. A plane just has to be involved at some point <laughs> in the And about to crash. The plane's about to crash with the surprise daycare chaperone, and it's their birthday! <laughs> <laughs> Literally, the... The, 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 the theme of the birthday is Blue Badger. So there's Blue Badger, everything Ooh. a Blue Badger cake, Blue Badger streamers, Blue Badger t-shirts and backpacks, because it's a kid's party at a daycare, and a Blue Badger plane, toy plane. Uh, see, in my head, the key piece of evidence made me think the Blue Bad is a key- Blue Badger keychain. So what I was thinking was the chaperone <laughs> is on the plane and the plane's about to crash, but with the Blue Badger keychain, he puts it in like an engine part of the plane and it works again. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And then the CEO's like, "Happy birthday!" Happy birthday. <laughs> you know what this sounds like? Less like a, pro- uh, a Phoenix Wright game, more like a Professor Layton game. <laughs> Um, oh, no. So how are we going to murder somebody to take it to Phoenix Wright Town? Okay. Um. Well, okay, so the CEO keeps putting making cakes and saying everything's a birthday, right? Yeah. Somebody else sneaks either like like a sh- like something poisonous or something pointy and like stabby in the cake, like okay. a shiv or something like that in the cake to frame the CEO, but he didn't do it. So he is our client. Okay. Okay. I don't know if the murderer is the surprise daycare chaperone or not. Well, I wonder if... Well, if the murderer is the original daycare chaperone, and that's why they need a surprise chaperone. What if it's, like, what if we think stop thinking child daycare, and instead we go with something else? Because Shiv in a cake says to me, prison. So what if this is a, this is a prison transport plane is about to crash into... 
a, either a daycare or the the daycare chaperone is gets the kids like runs the kids through the airport to get on the wrong plane with the prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> oh, guess who the chaperone is? Phoenix. Phoenix. <laughs> yes, it's for Trucy's class. Oh yeah. So it's like basically like Phoenix grabs two of them by their like ears and drags them onto what he thinks is the correct plane for the school trip. Turns out it is not. It's, it's prison. a prison plane. The CEO is the CEO of the prison because it's a for-profit prison. Okay. So he's on the plane <laughs> declaring it everyone's birthday, giving them cupcakes they can't eat because they're in chains. <laughs> Blackwell can come too. <laughs> Oh. And, uh, yeah, so we got a shiv and a cake. Who's murdered? Or is it just they're all murderers? Um, CEO can get murdered. One of the pilots can get murdered. Well, we need the blue badger to be a key piece of evidence. So someone has to get murdered. Or a different crime can happen. <laughs> I mean, yeah. The I think it has to be a, one of the pilots. So that way the, the plane is about to crash. Yeah, because yeah, one yeah. of the pilots has been murdered. And the other one is, I don't know. Uh, incompetent. Incompetent or like... Or drugged? Drugged or like taken hostage by one of the prisoners. So what if it's like a prison... So prison, like not a shiv, but like a, a file, like classic file in a cake. <laughs> mm-hmm. So they like file their way out. They're going to take the plane hostage and fly it to, I don't know, Puerto um, Rico. Somewhere nice. Somewhere Japan Fornia. Yeah. So we're, Borgonia. Yeah. The, the, yeah. Borgonia doesn't see that tropical but i don't know so the guys are trying to run right so they file their way out of the chains they kill they kill the ceo and one of the pilots or maybe they don't kill a ceo he's pretty Aww. incompetent i just <laughs> wanted him to be framed for murder i didn't <laughs> he can't die because i want him to get take he can get framed for murder and he just keeps going but it's my birthday <laughs> and then phoenix and them have been cordoned off once they figured out it was like a prison plane so they now have to solve the the like hostage situation on the plane while it's in the air to prevent it from crashing oh it's definitely not trucy it's pearl oh yeah pearl and cody pearl and cody he's taking them to see like steel samurai on ice (laughs) yeah maya can't come because she's in training and she's pissed (laughs) so she sent pearl with like a, a blue badger plushie that's got a camera in it Oh, there we go, yeah. And it recorded the murder. So we know which murderer is the murderer. (laughs) I like it. It can also be like later when Phoenix has to figure out how to drive the plane, the keys to the plane can have a blue badger keychain on it for him. Oh, perfect. (laughs) And he like has to call Gumshoe from the plane and be like, the plane's gonna crash, what do I do? It's like, I don't know, pal. (laughs) Why'd you call me, you idiot? (laughs) Why'd you call me, you idiot? Um... Okay, well, okay, I was like, well, who who could he call that would not fly a plane? Edward? And it it wasn't Edward. No, Edward. no, Franzi, no. Franzi yeah, totally Franzi. knows how to fly yes. a plane. Franzi would. Was there a pilot in AAI that we knew? Uh, we knew who the stewardess was. No, I don't think we, we ever met the pilot. We can call Rhonda. <laughs> yeah, we'll call, well, call, well, Edward, call, call Edgeworth, and he conference calls in Francisca and Rhonda. <laughs> Oh my god, no. We, we couldn't call Edgeworth. Phoenix couldn't call Edgeworth except to be like, I just wanted to say I love you before I. <laughs> Phoenix, get a hold of yourself. Yeah, Phoenix, get a hold of yourself. Because you didn't call me to say you love me before you died. <laughs> and then he calls back, he's like, put Gumshoe back on. <laughs> oh my god. 
Um, but I, I like the, also the idea that maybe Simon is on because he can just be an asshole the whole time. <laughs> and like, if, if it's Pearl era, it's young Simon, first in prison Simon. Yeah, so he can just be like, ah, trite, what are you doing here? Oh, yeah, perfect. Well, that, that's a Godot thing to say. Sure. Godot's not on this plane. He could also be there. It could be the period of prison where I, both of them are in prison I can't, at the handle, same I can't time. handle the idea of. Oh my god, it's just a plane full of prosecutors that Phoenix is put in jail. <laughs> Wait, oh. so Manfred's on this plane? No, he's dead. No, he's dead. Which Manfred is... dies immediately. I, I will take no other answer. Well, that's the thing, too, is we've... Well, not to bring it to bummer town, but we've talked about how Godot definitely shortly died after being in prison. Yeah, yeah. and I know that's a theory, but that's one that I heavily I accept. believe, because he, he was so fucked up from being in a coma for so long, like... Yeah. Crying blood is not normal. Yeah, no. he was only alive based on his own misguided rage fueling him. Like, and then the minute was that was gone, and and Mia's gone. Like, he's like, whatever, I'm down. You know, like <laughs> I'm out. Peace. See you later. Yeah. So I mean, he would be on this plane, but like, young angry Simon would definitely be on this plane. Yeah. Um. So I think we have a good setup. For the, like, the crime, but like, it's an ace attorney, so where's, the, who gets falsely accused of murder? Is it the CEO and he's our client later after the plane? Oh, you mean after the plane? We gotta go to court, you guys. We can't just be on this plane for the whole game. It's not an investigations game, you're right. Okay. If it was, okay, uh, unless Edgeworth's a chaperone. <laughs> Edgeworth is taking Pearl and Cody to see Steel Samurai on Ice. Edgeworth is going to go to go see Steel Samurai on Ice, and he would be willing to get on a plane for it. I think he would handle a plane full of convicts with a, sh- a sh- cake. No, it has to be Edgeworth because this <laughs> explains why he hires Blackwell. It would, except Edgeworth wouldn't die before he got on the wrong plane. That's yeah. true. He wouldn't. He would. They would have been at the airport he's, three hours early. He's not blundering enough to stumble on the wrong plane like this. If Gumshoe gave him the wrong ticket and plane information, maybe if he could blame it on somebody else. If he could blame it, like if so, like someone like the gate changed and no one yeah. told him, or Maya gave him the wrong ticket, or like. like well, no, I was gonna say, or like, he was, he got on the plane and Phoenix dropped the kids off, but like, then they wouldn't be on the same plane. Yeah. He would be like, where the fuck are they? As he flies by himself, cause he wouldn't get off the plane, cause yeah. he's gonna go steal, see Sam, steal Samurai on ice. The only other thing I can think of is like, it was a transfer, and they transferred, but did it, the, the gate changed during the transfer, or they were running in the transfer and they didn't, you know, to make their transfer? Yeah, because it know. was like it just it, the two style, like definitely like or Home Alone one, no, both, two. both. <laughs> yeah, they, they they overslept. Miss like Phoenix would oversleep and he'd like fuck up the gate and stuff. Mm-hmm. Phoenix totally would. I'm trying to figure out like how Edgeworth would have done it. Someone else would have had to make the mistake so that he ended up there. No, I know, but like he's too. He's not too perfect. He's not a Von Karma, but like. He would double check all this shit. Like, like he if would. there was a new person manning the gate who told him that the gates had been switched. During or, a prison a prison transfer? <laughs> During a prison transfer? I don't know if they were really a, a prosecutor badge or Maybe was somebody a- was trying to murder Edgeworth by like putting him on a prison plane with a bunch of people with a, like files who were gonna jack the plane. And also mm. if Edgeworth put those people in prison. Yeah. So, like, if it was all a plot... Wait, wait, wait. Edgeworth doesn't put people... Well, no, wait, sorry. Prosecutors do. I was gonna say, wait, wait, wait. No, but Phoenix would fuck up. Phoenix also puts people... Everyone puts people in prison in this game. 
So I think I think it's doable. I mean, it's it's not as easy because Phoenix, you just said he blundered his way onto it. But like with Edgeworth, I think it's there's a way that you can conspire so that he ends up on this prison plane. It would definitely be like not Shelley to kill her, but a Shelley to kill her esque kind of planned murder. Yeah, it would it would not Joe Dark because he's dead, but like Joe Dark would be able to do this, right? So yeah, someone someone purposely misguided him and two small children to a prison plane. <laughs> yeah, to murder him, and that's so. Then the prisoners all escape to jack the plane, and Simon is on Edgeworth's team. Basically, mm-hmm. he's yeah. like his undercover. Like they they become tight. He's his undercover like person. It just is an AAI case now. Yeah, I prefer it to be an AAI case. I don't, I feel like this like this. I mean, well, well, the surprise daycare chaperone is Edgeworth. That makes yeah, more sense. That's, yeah, surprise. <laughs> surprise. Well, Phoenix got a bad cold. So Edgeworth <laughs> had to take the children. Yeah. Edgeworth pushed Phoenix into a river so Phoenix would have a cold so Edgeworth could go see Steel Sever on ice. No, please. He could have got himself box, like, box ticket seats. He didn't need to do that because they have <laughs> shitty seats and you know it. They are, like, up in the balcony. No, Edgeworth... Once Edgeworth knew he was going, he got the sweet He upgraded him. <laughs> he upgraded the sweet. Yes, after, well, no, but that's what I'm saying. Like, if he really wanted to go, he didn't have to force Phoenix to do it. He didn't have to force Phoenix to get a bad call. He yeah. He would have just done it. I mean, that phone call would be so great because Phoenix is in the corner, like, puking or something. He's like, I need you to do something. I need you to take the kids somewhere for me. And he's like, oh, God, where? And he's like, it steals everyone's eyes. And Edgeworth's like, all right. <laughs> he was Fine. like, no, 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 no. Fine. Click. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. So wait, does he does, does the CEO blunder and CEO with birthday cakes get murdered? Did we decide that? No, no. So I think the pilot and or pilots get murdered. Um, and then so for our AAI courtroom aspect, the CEO is is accused of it because all of the prisoners the are like we're chained up and he has the cake that had the weapon in it. Yeah. So the prisoners are like we couldn't have done it. He did it. Basically, like. Throw him off the plane. So the, the, the court, the court aspect of AAI is Edgeworth proves the CEO innocent, and that's when they all bust out their chains, and they're like, yeah, you got us. And then so they, like, we're jacking the plane, you know? Nice. See you in Tahiti. <laughs> okay, so then how does, so with Simon's help, Edgeworth gets the plane back. How is he gonna do that? How's he gonna get the plane back? Yeah, how's he gonna get it back? Well, we know Simon has his katana. Yes. <laughs> so that's helpful. Because he always has his real katana. Or the spirit of... Uh, the spirit of sensei. Um, I, I mean, aside from outfoxing them, there's not really a way. Pearl? Okay, Pearl's got the, I was gonna say, the Cody... slap of a thousand, like... <laughs> <laughs> now, this has become a fire one game. Okay, I need a to go here. Cody, I need you to go through the vents. <laughs> This is, it would have to be like a really elaborate, we'd use our two small children who are well armed. <laughs> well, one's got a good arm, one's got a sword. Yeah. And then we've got Black Will on one end in the middle, who, so he can like betray from the middle. And, and then Edgeworth, he fought a bear one time, so he probably would just book it straight to the pilot, the cockpit, so that he can prevent the crane, plane from crashing. Yeah, that'd be good. And he probably would have had- And he's not like, Incapacitated on the floor because as long as there's no turbulence, he's fine. Yeah, and then he immediately calls Franzi, and she calls him a fool for twenty minutes, and then tells him how to land the plane. Yeah, yeah, because he's she's like, "You fool! You don't remember when we took pilot training?" He's like, "Franzi, this was twelve years ago, please." (laughs) Yeah, and I was in the fetal position the whole time because it was one of those weird egg things that spins you. Like, (laughs) 
what a what a what a heartwarming story. Yeah. AAI three. <laughs> yeah, and then and then him and Cody and Pearl all have a cute moment at the end after they get off the plane. A cute moment where they're rushing to get a taxi because they're almost late for the station. They're still going to go. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. They're going to go still. They're going to get the plane, and there's going to be, like, the equivalent of Gumshoe and where they are, or Gumshoe himself. He's like, welcome back, sir. Good job. So he's like, I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> no, Franzi shows up with Interpol. She's already there. No, she's already there. He's like, all right, bye. Tag out. And she's like, hey. Excellent job, Miles Edgeworth, little brother. And she's just gone already. And he's got the kids with him. Like, <laughs> and then it's like a freeze frame anime faded shot. Yeah. And then we fade back into them with like, with like popcorn watching the show. Like, they made it. You know? Yay. So I think that uh, it's good. So AI three, right? AI three. We're gonna send this to the writers' room. The, this is this solid. Is... This is solid. <laughs> this is... Yeah. What case number would this be? Two. This would okay. be the second one. Yeah. We have to have an introduction case, but this is definitely the second one. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think we're good. Let's take a break. All right. Wait. wait anime. Um, when we come back, we'll talk about the anime. So anyone who doesn't doesn't want to listen to us talk about the anime, turn it off now. I'm Jesse, the off-forgotten turn signal. I'm Michelle, and I'm back in the United States. Wink! <laughs> okay, so we are, as of today, caught up to the anime, which is episode 14, I believe. Yes. So it is... First case of game two. First, like first episode of... Well, second, technically, case of game two. Right, we skipped yeah. the... We skipped Maggie. We skipped Maggie, we skipped the intro case with the pain. But... Yeah, so... That's where we're caught up to. So if you aren't caught up to that point, know that there will be spoilers. Back up. The last time we recorded, what episode were we on? We were, we stopped in DLC. Wait. DLC? DLC. Downloadable <laughs> content. That's not true. We stopped at the, uh, after, like during the trial of the Edgeworth case before DL6 had come into it. Um, so the, I think it was episode 9 or 10. Yes. We were on day one of the Edgeworth trial. Okay. So, um... Which I think turns out in the anime that there's only the one day. No, they have day two. Do they have two days? Okay. Yeah, because Yanni Yogi runs. Yeah. <coughs> Yanni Yogi runs, yeah. Okay, yeah, okay. And so they have to detain him. And he's like, I was just buying food for my bird. Yeah. And, um, things I liked about what they did is... Maya has the uh, metal detector at all times. Yes. yes. Slung across her back like a badass. It's over when she's seated. Yes. And she puts it grace, like, politely on the ground next to her. Um, when they broke into Yanni Yogi's place, they took a break to eat snacks. That was, and uses kotatsu. That was amazing. <laughs> yes. And Maya was like, those are saltwater fish, but this is a freshwater lake. Does that mean anything? <laughs> Maya, like, why no. do you know? <laughs> Maya is Polly's handler, which is a little weird. Polly the parrot, not Polly the Apollo. (laughs) Yes, sorry. No, yeah, I'm just clarifying. I feel like Edgeworth's bangs become under control in this saga, at least more so than they have been. I feel like his bangs are like a mood ring. 
So, like, when he's admitting to his guilt, his bangs are, like, mellow and sad. And then when he, is, he believes in himself again, his bangs are out of fucking control again. <laughs> That's also probably accurate. Um, um, Von Karma was... Everything about Manfred was bad. Yeah. So, I'm out of good things that I liked about well, that. Well, let me... Yeah, I think there's another good thing, but I give me a second. Because um, I like... I think I like how... Uh, not how they let Maya, like practice because she got up and cross-examined Polly and that was weird and I didn't like that so much because nobody freaked out about it and you're telling me Manfred von Karma would allow a 17 year old girl to cross-examine a parrot in his presence I mean he also prepped the parrot yeah but still um but I think like how Maya couldn't channel was done all right it was it was very strange shot, but I'm glad that it was different. Like, Maya channeling Mia versus Maya being unable to channel Mia. I'm glad that there was a difference. I think it was not good that it was a Mother Teresa, like, light from... <laughs> no, fucking Virgin Mary. Virgin Mother Mary, light from above. Like, Mia! Like... <laughs> so, yeah. Um, I, so, overall, in this in this situation, I guess, like, let's just go back. We None of us like the way Manfred is, is being handled. Manfred is not scary. Manfred is just crazy-eyed. He is all over the place. His cane is there. His cane is not there. He is not deep enough. He's not threatening. He's He's not threatening. He flails too much. I think Manfred very much benefits from the art style of him just, like, not moving. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, He doesn't do his head bang on the wall animation. He gets... He's subsectable. Uh, he like gets like wind blown away by Phoenix's objections, and his, his cane, cane breaks. Yeah. And he falls, which just like takes away everything about Manfred. It just makes him a frail old man, which he's never been. Yeah, he's never he's old, but he's not frail. We and only see admits- him. Yeah, he admits. He him. admits everything in court. No. No, he would never do that. He's not the one who tases them in the office. There's this... It's a random security guard. Third party. It's a random third party, but it's also, like, that whole situation where... Edward Edward taking taking off his his cravat and and cravat and giving it to Larry. Oh, God, that was awful. I forgot about that. It's also... We've cut Gant... The retina scan I was fine with, because five minutes into the future or whatever. And then Edgeworth has access to Manfred's office because he was his... Protégé, so like I bought that. that you was also fine. had a problem though with Manfred having an office in Japan. Yeah, well, not the office, but the fact that that we cut the Gant case out, so we just ripped that whole cloth from Gant. It was it was Phoenix and Emma breaking into Gant's office and yeah. getting into Gant's safe. Yeah, that was straight. Yeah, it was straight up from there. Instead of us being in the police house looking through old evidence and then being tased by Manfred. Yeah. Um. Because Which, Phoenix fine. was in court, so Phoenix was even there for that, and, like, Miles just walked away, and, like, when he was like, oh, hey, Larry was standing in for me for, like, five seconds, don't worry about it, I'm right here. Yeah, I'm <laughs> totally not a criminal who's being accused of, like, murder, totally can yeah. walk around as I please. It was bizarre. bizarre. I didn't like it. Um, I don't like, we're sacrificing a lot because we're going so fast, but I don't like how fast Phoenix put together everything. Yeah, and I've had that, we've had that problem, at least I had that problem, like, since the beginning, but this case particularly, there's just, like, no time. And I understand yeah. that's kind of the pressing thing, is, like, there is no time to investigate this case. It's also a cold case. Mm-hmm. It's old. But Phoenix is not that smart. And he's, I would be okay with it if he figured it out, but he seemed more panicky and blundering. 
because that's what he is most of the time is panicky and blundering. Yeah. And but he gets the he gets to the right answer. But in this it's just like Every single time everyone's like, that's insane, Phoenix Wright. That is the craziest thing I've ever heard. He's like, yeah, but this is true. You know? Like, and then he falls to his knees and goes, no. And then Mia's like, no, you got it. And the Virgin Mother Mia. The Virgin Mother Mia goes, no, you got it. You're good. You're good. Just keep going a little more. Yeah, just get a little crazier. And it's, but, you know, we would have had time for this if we didn't have a filler episode. Uh, yeah. Now, you Jesse for some reason is acting very strongly as if this is the worst filler she's ever seen in her life. It's and not, I know this is not true because I've, because Jesse watches some shitty shows. <laughs> See him right from the go. That's not even that doesn't have filler. That doesn't have filler. I know that's the worst part. But I don't. We didn't need this filler. Like the the episode of them as kids. It was it cute. Was cute. But I would have much rather had had bonus case Emma. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Wow. Now, I think that episode, that, that case cannot be done in one episode. That is, that is not possible. No, it'll be, um, it'll be an OVA. It'll be like a movie length OVA. It would have to be, or it'd have to be like a three part OVA. Cause yeah. they do those two. Yeah. So it's like one of those two. Well, they- that's assuming that they give it the amount of time it deserves. And that they didn't do that for this case. This, yeah, this case, like... The fucking Steel Samurai case lasted longer than this case. Well, see, and here's the thing too, is the Steel Samurai case, they went off book, but they like gave us like, Cody Phoenix character building. Yeah. Like, they gave us something worthwhile. What did they give us in this case? Nothing worthwhile. They gave us a weird... They gave us a weird Manfred, a well, weird Virgin Mother Mia, and like... And then five seconds later, bye Phoenix, well, Maya no, says on the train. The weirdest thing happened when we had the recess um, where Edgeworth and... Oh, Ed Edgeworth Maya pretended go. to have a heart attack. Oh, <laughs> that was so good. Edgeworth pretended to have a heart attack. And then uh, like the later after, he comes out and he's like, look, I pretended to have a heart attack because you're right. I'm not guilty and I believe in myself. What the fuck? You're about to do... Mo- Prosecutor Miles Edgeworth chooses death. You, you're not happy about this. You just try to confess in court. You want to go to prison and be punished for this, and you're almost at the lowest point of your life. Yeah, and we have a, a message from Mul- uh, Mulder who was like, "Hey, they took out the earthquake scene from Case Three, and it's like probably because of time and plot, but like, but reasons as a person with a phobia, those aspects of Edgeworth, like being afraid of earthquakes and like." Elevators hit, hit, and elevators and hit like you know like it resonates with this person so like super bummed out they would eliminate this very important character scene yeah like, and that's the vulner the any vulnerability that Edgeworth shows at least a, until game three honest to god until game three is those phobias that's where you see him as a person and he they've they've taken that away and instead they just have him Phoenix is like you're innocent and I believe in you and Edgeworth's like oh yeah you're right. And it's, oh yeah, you're right. I totally yeah. Mm-hmm. And even at the end of the 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 filler episode, it's it's him going like, "I'm gonna put this down here. Goodbye." Like, yeah. Let me kiss Ta- my, Ta-da. Let me spritz it. Let me spritz it with some perfume. All right. Choose death. <laughs> I chose death, and I'm gonna smirk about it. Oh, hang on! Don't let me forget my keychain. Yeah. So it's just like so out of character. Yeah, it took, I know. It, it, like, made us, like, I mean, maybe it's, like, maybe it's Ezra's putting on a huge act for Phoenix, but, like, why would he do that if he's alone in the room choosing death? Yeah. You know, like, it's, it doesn't add up, it doesn't flow, it doesn't track, and then we, I don't know, I don't know why they did all that. But, they are potentially turning it around with the second half. 
because this new opener is the fucking shit. Oh my god. This is the opener we deserve. This is the opener we deserve. The song is not garbage. I don't know if I love it, but it's, it's fine. It's, no, it's so, it's, it's very vanilla. It's a vanilla song. Yeah. But, well, like, everything about this opener is amazing. Phoenix ends up on a trapeze. Like, he's he's getting traipsed around by all the clients. It's so good. It's so good. It gives us shots of each of the major cases, mm-hmm. you know, of all the characters. Everyone looks great. Um, but, like, it does, like, the weird line things, like Phoenix and Maya, and it's, like, like they're like she's channeling and he's... What's he doing? Sleep? He's, he's he, working yeah, he's on a asleep case. at his desk, I think. Yeah, and then like they both sneeze and fall over at the same time, and then like goes to Edgeworth, and they're like Phoenix is jogging because running, <laughs> running to work, running to work, and Miles is like wearing his his like nice black coat, and he's just walking, and they both stop and turn around and smirk, and it's just like all the lines that keep switch switching around like are visually interesting and just done very well, yeah. and it's just it's done so well. Yeah. It's like they saved their budget for this. Well, can we talk about that? Because, um, we, can we, can we fucking talk about the CG budget? Because we're wasting it. We should have given that to the artists for the, all of their hard work. Because the eeny meeny car at the beginning looks like a car that I drew when I was 12 years old. And, and I was drawing a picture of a fucking block ass, like, this is a large rectangle, and this is a slightly smaller rectangle, and I'll draw some lines on it, because that car looked like garbage. It was like a CGI block sedan. It was all the rage in 2006. I yeah. know what you're talking about. But then we had the explosion, which was an anime explosion, and it looked fine. I don't, yeah, I don't know why they use any CG really in the series. We did it, we only do vehicles in CG now. Like, we're not in the courtroom this episode, so, cause the tram that they take to, to Karine is also, to Cool Runnings is also <laughs> CG. And it's like, I don't need it to be CG. Just draw a fucking train, please. Thank you. Yeah, I don't know why they're doing that. Um, but like, any Minnie's doing her arm waving thing. Yeah, she was good. I don't. I mean, it was a little out of place, but like, it's fine. And then, um, what's his name? Gray Turner. Turner Gray. Turner Gray. Turner Gray's like on point. He's great in that he's awful. You know. <laughs> yeah, but the only so the only issue I had with Turner Gray is that he shows Both Phoenix and Lada the gun, yeah. and then they willingly let him enter a room alone with Maya, fully knowing because he just said this, I'm gonna shoot her. He says this. He yeah. says, if they, she channels that spirit, I'm gonna make her sign this affidavit, and then if she attacks me, wink, wink, I will shoot her. Yeah. And, and Phoenix, Phoenix just like, was like, that's not a real gun, right? You idiot! You fucking <laughs> moron! I thought you were smart in the anime! Only, only if they can use it to, like, do minimal plot and character stuff. I guess. I don't know. It's so, not minimal plot and character stuff. It's just for the moving the court along. That's yeah. the only It's just Phoenix to move is, court along. Yeah. Phoenix's competence to move court along. Because his character and personality stays the same. On point. Which you can tell because when Pearl is like, oh, you're Mystic Miles special someone, he's like, I'm so embarrassed I want to die. And it's like, that's Phoenix. <laughs> that's Phoenix. And that's uh, Phoenix. I feel you, Phoenix. We are one. Um... Yeah. And then when Lada, you were out of the room for this, Stephanie, but when Lada and Phoenix go into the channeling center, they're like, let's go, we're gonna go investigate. And then they turn into, like, goofy cartoons and run. Um, <laughs> and it's like, that's perfect. Yeah. 
And, like, I, I really enjoy Lana in this one. Like, they're just getting along so chumly. Like, yeah. they're, they're very, like, chum buddies. Like, I would I would watch a, a buddy cop show with them. Yeah. <laughs> kind of yes. deal. Gumshoe shows up. He's he's also staying on point. He's still great. Um, Morgan is, is not evil. evil. She's, she's playing it up a little too evil. I mean, I'm happy that they have her being evil because as we saw with Gan- like or with Manfred he was not at all threatening yeah. and she at least if her eyes only flashed once I'd be happy but they've flashed like five times in yeah. one episode well that's the thing and then she's like go like she's telling Phoenix go ahead and try like yeah. I'll try to prove someone else did this and she's looking way too evil yeah because she was like I'm gonna do my best to make sure her sentence is as short as possible, you know, like, yeah. all we can do now is hope that Maya rots in jail forever. <laughs> yeah, and then there was, like, I guess I try, I appreciate the effort to kind of world build the spirit school channeling and, like, adding things to it, but I hate everything they're doing. The, yeah. They add a crown to Maya, like a tiara crown It looks thing. like shit. It looks shitty because she's wearing just a plain robe otherwise. They have, like, other girls in the school who are wearing the regular robes without the purple part. Like, jacket part, and, like, they're, like, being shitty. Yeah, they're, it's like, uh, Mean Girls, Kurine. There's also just, like, a lot of them. Yeah. And to me, like, Kurine has always been, like, an empty village with, like, five people probably total who are in the school, because to me it's always been, like, a dying school with no men in the village. But, like, there's a significant amount of women around, and I'm like, this is too many. (laughs) This is too many, because this is supposed to be, like, Five minutes in the future, right? Most people are not in channeling school. Yeah. Not anymore. Yeah, there had to be like ten girls in the background at one point. Yeah. And they're all girls. Well, yes, they're supposed to all be girls. Are they? Yeah. Morgan's the only adult? Oh, I see what you mean by girls. Like, teenagers. They're all all Maya-age teenagers. Not even Pearl-age. No, it would make sense, because when they got to be adults and could make their own decisions and they didn't leave. have to follow their families anymore, they leave. Well, but I mean, like, I thought what well, this was a theme in it was that Maya was, like, honest, like, Mia was honestly worried about their safety, like, getting assassinated. There should be older people. Yeah, older and, women. and it would be the older, not the teenage girls who are doing the assassinating of the head family, it would be the, the older women. Yeah. And all of, and the shame of the, like, the teenage girls are fine with the, oh, who knew that the head of the household would be murderers? But, like, that would be a bunch of, like, old women who would bring the real shame, who would be talking about, like, yeah. like, oh, sh- you've brought shame upon the channeling technique as the head of the, the head of the family should be deposed, you know? Yeah, you're right. They would, should be... Would, yeah. They should be older. It and would you be fine if there was a bunch of, like, old ladies standing yeah, around? Yeah, because I'd also believe they're all like, yeah, all you fucks aren't good enough to be the head of the spirit channel because none of you got to practice hard enough yeah. or spiritual enough. So if there was, like, three girls trash-talking and, like, six older women standing around being like, huh, you know? Yeah, like, that like, would have been much, a much better choice. Yeah. But, you know, it's an anime, so maybe they are 60 years old. <laughs> <laughs> they would be anime age. <laughs> They removed all the kanji from Morgan's uh, robes because yeah. in the in the game her robes are covered in. Or I think at least that's just because it's too fucking hard. Look, if we had not wasted our <laughs> CG money on CG, we could have used the CG on her robe. On her robes, but no. I mean, I I figured that was happening. That was what's wrong. I was like, she looks so out of place without a cup of tea in her hand at all times. But it's the tea, and then also the the text on her robes. It was the text on her robes. Yeah. Um. Whatever. I mean, Pearl's cute. He didn't. Yes. When does he get the Megaton? 
Because um, I thought it was second, that point. Second day. Oh, day two. Okay. Yeah. Does he break the vase first? Does the vase get broken first? Yes. Yeah. That oh, okay. happens first, I think. Which, I mean, that vase looks fucking broken. Like, how does no one know? <laughs> <laughs> it looks broken as shit. The glue is white still. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just like, I'm still wicked disappointed. And in the last case, not getting the Emma case, they skip Maggie altogether. Yeah. Is sad because we had talked about this before when we realized they weren't going to do it. Was they should have like had Phoenix walking out of the courthouse with Maggie going like, "I can't believe you did that, Mister Wright." Like, you know, and like him was, being like, "God, my head hurts." Yeah, <laughs> you know. And then you can see them hauling out Richard Wellington and Gumshoe like being flustered or something. Yeah, like, you know. And then move on to the plot of because at least then, this. which is the the something we talked about is Phoenix. It would be nice to know that. The opener kind of does this, but it would be nice to know that Phoenix is doing things without Maya. Like, they're, yeah. even though Maya's away channeling and he's back in L.A., wink, <laughs> he's working. You know, like, he's still working without Maya. Except yeah. now what we have is is kind of a one of those, you know, those shows or games or whatever where you are the, playing the main character, but the story is really about a different person. Yeah. Which, mm-hmm. the first game is really about Miles Edgeworth. The show seems to be really about Maya. Like, it's Phoenix is the main character, yes. but the show is really about Maya. And the thing that I that I, the feel this is a definitely a feeling thing that I'm missing from the anime, and it's just like speed and time. Because like when you play the game, you have all of the banter and all the conversations and all of the time you put into do the games. Is that feeling of like I needed Maya, and so when Maya actually left, it was like. Maya's actually leaving. She's not going to be in the next game. Like, this is a sad thing. Like, I'm losing a partner. Yeah. This That feeling is not communicated to me as a watcher in the anime. Like, it's like, she's like, I'm going to go by. And it's like, okay, that was a fun, like, pop in. Like, see you later. Yeah. And it's definitely, like, yeah, it's a time thing. It's def- But I just thought, I don't think the anime's, like, trying to impart that feeling onto us. Because we are so focused on, like, Maya's arc as a character, not Phoenix. And Maya relying on each other as partners, I guess. Yeah, I, I agree. Which is a thing you can't really explore in the... Or they they couldn't explore with all the other things they have to do in the anime. Yeah. In the time, the constraints that they have. Which is sad. But I mean, like, gotta have the games relevant still, so... <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so then they hinted at Franzi. We saw a Franzi at the very end of the episode. They were like Manfred von Karma's protege. You know what? That, though she's been on screen for thirty seconds, and they fucked her up already because she said at the end of it, she says Naruhodo, right? Mm-hmm. She says right. Francisca von Karma full names everybody in the English version. Is, does she not do that in the in the Japanese? I don't we actually know because because in that's like a point is she Miles Edgeworth, Miles Edgeworth, Miles Edgeworth. I forgot that about her character, to be she, honest. She full names everybody, though. Full names everyone. So at that last part where they show her with the whip and they are not showing her face, she, when she says Naruhodo, she should have full named him. Phoenix Wright. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, already there's an issue. So far from what I can tell, though, she looks fine. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. she looks great. But everybody so far looks great. And I don't know what her quirks are in the Japanese version. Like, her verbal quirks. So. I'm, I think it's Baka. We get we get yeah a lot of baka. baka. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be a lot of baka. Um, But we'll see how that pans out. Ending song. Feelings. Pearl being cute. Look, it was 
two and a half minutes of probing and quite cute, and we ran out of money to do anything else, so we're going to do the slowest goddamn pan, and we're going to repeat the same six frames of the dogs nodding their heads and Pearl's bangs blowing in the wind, and we're just going to do this for two minutes until suddenly, oh, okay, something moves. No. It was the boringest ender I've ever seen. Better than the weird makeout ender, though. It's better than the last ender. Girlfriend, you don't watch enough anime enders because <laughs> this is on par for anime enders. I agree with you. No, I recently watched, not re- super recently, but One Punch Man, the ender is just out their window <laughs> in the rain and it's fucking boring. All anime enders in the last five years are like that. I hate it. But the song's pretty good. The song's fine. I, I, th- I think it's, it's better than the last one. <laughs> it's better than the opener of the last one, too. Um... But yeah, it's so that's that's that. Um, I guess we should backtrack to talk about like filler episode. I mean, is there any other feelings on the filler episode? I um, I didn't like it. It was not bad filler, but small I didn't eighty year old child Edward. Oh my god, their voices! Yeah, I love their child voices. Are they're just not trying to sound like kids? So Edward <laughs> is okay. Like Phoenix did great. Um, Edward sounds like himself. Um, and Larry sounds like uh, like he's at least 16. So, <laughs> Child Larry is not trying at all. Child Phoenix is fine. Yeah. Um, Franzi is uh, is it a full-grown adult who's supposed to be two years old. God, that was bad. <laughs> um, Manfred would never in a million years wear a scarf and give it to Edward. No, you nope. never wear a scarf. Never, ever, 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 ever. Or ever. give Edward any sort of comfort. Ever. And that's what I was saying when they were all like, how are you going to get back? Ha ha ha. I was like, you asses, go get beat. You are going to get whooped by Manfred von Karma. Yep. He has a cane for a reason. He gave his two-year-old a riding crop. Like, you're gonna, your ass is going to get beat. Yep. Um. So that's distressing. Yes. We saw Papa Edgeworth. Yeah. He was so proud of his 80-year-old son. <laughs> finally wanted to watch a cartoon and not the news. Yeah. And that was so funny. Like, Miles did this so bad, which I buy this, it's kind of in his character, where he was like, Papa, may I please watch a cartoon this evening? And Gregory was like, oh, righteous. Yeah, you usually watch the news. You usually watch Katie Couric, but instead you're going to watch a cartoon. Like, I'm so proud of you. And he was like, also, Papa, might I please add that I would like to adopt this dog? Who is already in the house? Like, On no, a pillow. You leave with the dog and you don't bring it. You're Miles Edgeworth. You don't bring it in the house. You knock on the front door. You knock on your own front door until Papa <laughs> answers and you hold the dog and you're like, Daddy, can I have this dog? <laughs> and then later when it's like your dad's all like feeding the dog and shit, you're like, also, Papa, can I watch a cartoon? <laughs> Uh, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I think my biggest gripe is that Pess is a Sheba. Yes, because we were confirmed that by the creators that Pess was a big dog. Is a big dog. I see Miles Edgeworth having a big dog. Was I, I think the quote? Yeah, uh, was the well, that's that's the direct quote. So we were t- we 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 were thinking either a lab or a German Shepherd as a big dog. But you told me before in the fandom they either see it as a German Shepherd or a Sheba. Like there was no in between. It's true. The the, the fandom, fandom likes to do it. Sheba, and then I've seen Greyhound a lot too. Oh really? Um, yeah. Which kind of fits with his douchey character, yes. <laughs> like the yeah. douchey side of him. Yeah, I can see about a Greyhound. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't like the fandom likes to give him a Sheba. So I wonder if that's like how they just went, or they're just like he's a Japanese man, and we're gonna give him. A we're Japanese gonna give him dog. a Japanese dog. 
The only other thing I can think of is Shu Takumi whenever he has Missile in games because Missile is his dog. Mm. Um, Missile either is like in Ace Attorney, whatever the fuck that breed is. What is he? Akabu? Yeah. Um, or Oshiba, like in Ghost Trick. So I think right. that they were giving a nod to Shu Takumi. Because we've got our normal missile, and then we've got ghost trick missile. I also I, not that Ace Attorney is in there in this realm for believability, but like it's probably more believable that they would have a, str- a stray Shiba than in Japan than a stray German Shepherd. A stray German Shepherd <laughs> in Japan would be pretty crazy, but it would make sense in Japan also why that lady abandoned that dog in a box. Because <laughs> what happened? What had happened was is somebody gave her a puppy as a present, and she learned that it was gonna become a huge ass dog, and she was like, "Oh, I'm out, tagging I'm out. out." Yeah. Um, um, but yeah, I don't, I mean, I don't like it that it's a Shiba, but. Uh, I also like learning that Edrith finds his way around places by leaving a trail of breadcrumbs. Breadcrumbs. Like, you, kid, you're eight. I fucking hated this. You're I mean, eight years old. I honestly don't even want to talk about that breadcrumb business because it's fucking stupid. <laughs> it came up so much, though. So many times they did. They were like. He breadcrumbed them to the lady's house, and they followed them back home, and then he breadcrumbed himself back home and in then, a moving Lincoln driven by Manfred von Karma, who's, who's not going to notice that you keep sticking your hand out the window. Why'd he even let you bring that dog food? Why do you let you bring that dog? Quick question. Why? I always assume Pest came later in his life. Like he, yeah, he left the Man- Van- von Karma household, and he got a dog because he was. That's his rebellion. That's why I was under the rebels by getting a, a retired German Shepherd. The only thing I can think of is that Manfred says his daughter has a, his granddaughter has a dog named Phoenix, right? So so breeding. Maybe- so maybe he doesn't mind dogs. Maybe. So maybe Manfred just actually doesn't mind dogs, and you know. Edward trained him, and as oh, long yeah. as the dog is trained, he doesn't mind. Yeah. It hasn't been long enough in that episode, though, for him to train Pess. It's true, but maybe Pess was, is a good dog. Maybe. I mean, maybe Pess is a savant dog, just like all of Von Karma's perfect in every way, you know? Right. Pess Von Karma. Mm. Hmm. <laughs> Von Karma wouldn't even let Edward take his name. There's no way the dog would get it. Yeah, that's true. Uh, actually, that would be exactly what Manfred would do. The dog could have my last name. <laughs> Not you. Not you. <laughs> Your father died like a dog. It's so, so you. <laughs> Why are you so mean? <laughs> allow him to call him dad no i know nor would he to be fair nor would he yeah no edgeworth wouldn't um the only other info or email i guess we have like a fan reaction uh is that someone was watching the anime and they were reminded that and i think this i think this was they said in in a game phoenix first plan to meet edgeworth was to take law classes so he'd have an excuse to hang around the courthouse and if anyone asked he was there to use the library No, I think this is correct. I don't know. I don't know if this is from a game or not from the game. But remember how we met Dolly Hawthorne in Opes, the law library of a courthouse, hanging around, trying to meet Edgeworth. No, I what think, a fuck. I think that did happen. I think that was like implied or stated that he like he's like I took law so I could meet Edgeworth. Yeah, because you won't respond to my letters. But like. Motherfuck, you're an 
idiot. Edward took law classes in Germany. Yeah, he's already got his license. But he knows that Edward is a lawyer at the courthouse. He's a lawyer, so he'll have to use the library at some point. What he doesn't know is everyone has clerks. And the internet. And the internet. It's five what is computer? Yeah. Well, well uh, what Westlaw, is ne- <laughs> like LexisNexis, man. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, there's that. Phoenix doesn't understand how computers work, though. We, no, yeah. that's why he's like, Edward has to use the library at some point, because how else would you get the what info? fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so that's it. We're caught up on the anime as of right now. Okay, so, yeah. Um, we're gonna leave this open for more plausible versus anime. That's that's always a fun time, so you want to send anything else in. Any reactions to the anime, any uh, DGS6 news... Or thoughts or things you've seen, um, you can always send those in. Object to this podcast at gmail.com. Hit us up on the Tumblr. We're at objectothis.tumblr.com. You know, we, we got our places. You can find the podcast. You know how to do this stuff. Mm-hmm. Okay. Podcast Garden. We've got Dark Shadow Rage 2 of the YouTubes for our theme song, Hey Pal, Detective Gumshoe Remix. Comment on iTunes. Yeah, please rate and review us. Doesn't even have to be five stars, honestly. We'll take whatever we can get at this point. I mean, like, a one star would be really shitty of you. But, like, you know, four stars, maybe even a three. I get it. I feel you. We skipped a month. I get it. (laughs) Look, we're busy. But, yeah, so I think that's it. Yeah, so, um, meantime, I'm Stephanie. I'm Jessie. I'm Michelle. And I was object to this, so why don't you object to that? Oh,